We hope you enjoyed this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Team. Hallelujah. Well, grab yourselves a seat. Give them a high five. Wash your hands. Share the hand sanitizer out. Or vaccinate your children, one or the other. <laughs> stay, stay away. All right, start the podcast now. Welcome to church this evening. It's great to have you here. All right, let's get into it. We have 35 minutes at the most. And we want to get, I want to get through this. Um, Father, tonight, again, I know we've prayed a lot, but Lord, we, when prayer is power, Lord, I need you. Lord, I pray that you'd string the words in my mouth together tonight. May, Lord, you speak into our hearts and our soul. And Lord, may we give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. All right, here we go. The, the, um, the, the big invite, the invite series that we've been talking about and, and, and building relationships and friendships and all of that stuff is, has been exciting. Uh, you know, it's even, I think, stirred a, a few romantic eyes out there a little bit. I'm going to keep that to myself. But you know who you are if you're already looking around of anyway. But, um, but uh, the thing is about an invite is, is about creating relationship. Yeah? yeah? Relationship. I love, I really do love that illustration where Aaron and her held up Moses' arms. And, and we saw last night, and, and I did it this morning out of Mosgill, how the person who was Fur, like just over here, miles away, just holding up someone else's arms over here. Still, they 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 they, they had a role that uh, affected how Joshua was winning in his world. I just think that's amazing how we 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 don't know the the knock on, the roll on, the ripple effect of what God is doing uh, in you. And so I talked about the world needs you. Do you know that? See, just say to yourself, the world needs me. Because I'm awesome. It's true. And the world does need you. But uh, tonight I want to talk about um, building um, friendships. Building a friendship. Who, I pray if you're married here, you've got a good friendship. Uh, you know, I pray there. there's some, some things of, uh, are excited. Who's, you know, maybe you've got friendship with flatmates or, uh, you know, you've got friendship with workmates. We've got friendships. Uh, I want to talk about building friendships, friendships that last, friendships that uh, you just know. If you have been married here and uh, you've had the, the privilege to um, choose a best man or a best, uh, what is it, lady? Well, you know what I mean. I, had, I didn't have to think about that decision. There was a number of decisions when you're getting married and I didn't need, anyway. Asked Desiree, she knows I didn't think about many decisions anyway. But I, I did think about the decision of who was going to be my best man. If you've been married, you'll understand this. And, and you choose that person on certain uh, criteria, yeah? You don't just choose any old fool to be your best man. Uh, I chose a, a person that um, even to this day, I know he would drop and fly to Dunedin if I needed to. Because I, I know the character he has. We were always there. We talked and uh, we were mates. And, 
but we could ask for anything. In fact, one day I, I took Desiree out on a date. We went 10-pin bowling, and I put one of those security locks across the steering wheel. Safe. We're in Petoni, Lower Hutt, Wellington. I was like, I better, better, we don't want this car to go missing. But the thing is, I bought the wrong set of keys. I didn't have the key for the security lock. So I looked like a clown and was like, there's no, he lived in Upper Hutt. And I, was, I rung him and said, man, any chance you come pick me up, take me home, get my other set of keys, drive back and undo it. And it was probably about a, an hour and a half round trip and mates are mates. Right, mates and mates. And so you choose people who are on, on their character. You choose people um, on, on, on hobbies. You've you got the same thing sort of going on. You know, um, right now we're, we're, there's a few guys excited about the basketball season about to start at the, in the NBA, right, Kale? JaVale McGee, right, over there. And uh, so there's, you know, you've got some hobbies and you've got things uh, and to, the, the, you, you, you choose your friends because you can, on what circumstances you've walked through in life. Yeah? The ones that helped you cheat at School C. School C is showing my age right now. It was, oh, I don't know. Anyway, the, the guys that, you know, you just roll through life with. You build relationship on an openness so that you can, uh, they can challenge you and they can speak into your world. Um, there's many moments of our life that will determine how, uh, how we grow and our friendships. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so even there's, there's, there's the people out here that are looking for a special friendship. Anyone? No, 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 don't put your hand up. Or, I don't know. There's that special friendship. We know how to, we know how to roll with those special friendships, don't we? Um, when I met Desiree, I was like, I'm interested in a special friendship. Uh, why? Because I was, uh, I was attracted to her. All right? There's, there's not a, there's a, what word should I use? Special friendship. All right. Um, and, and I was eager to get to know her. Anyone, uh, like, I, I know, um, you know what I mean. And the, 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 the thing is, back in, back in my day, oh my gosh, I, I hate having to use these illustrations. <laughs> but, but in my day, um, we didn't have no mobile phones. We had, we, had a, uh, we had a thing called a landline. Anyone know what a landline is? This cord that goes into the wall. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's some people at the back going, holla, what is a mobile phone? Anyway, um, <laughs> We have this thing with a cable plugged in the wall. If you want to walk down memory lane, just walk towards the ladies' bathroom, you'll see a cable coming out of the wall. A phone used to be plugged into that. And so we had this landline, and, and I flattered with, a, with four guys. And uh, these guys were, four, no, there was four of us flatting together. Yeah, all together. And uh, four all together. And we, well, we worked at this camp, and... We had this landline, and um, our role out, and, and our job was to always help do the dishes at the camp. Uh, so a big group like like we go to T2, but it was it was manned, and so they'd help do the dishes and all that. Last job was to um, mop the floor. I would mop the floor. We'd have these sort of, sort of areas that mop the floor. So my job over here, I'm mopping the floor. And once you mop the floor, you could wring out your mop and hang it up, and that was it for the night. And so. 
all four of us, we all got our mops and we're mopping our floor and I'm over here like this and I'm just over there having a look, just, just sort of seeing where everyone's at, you know. And So we mop the floors and we wash them out and hang them up. And, uh, and our, where we lived was around about 150 metres away from the kitchen and and so we're all just, ah, oh, hey, how do you, good, 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 good day, yeah, what'd you get up to? And we're just having this light little banter, light little chat. And, but deep down inside of us, there was something going on. And, uh, and so we'd, we'd just be walking and then, you know, suddenly the, the pace would just step up a little bit because we knew there was one landline. <laughs> there was one landline and, and we'd check them out and then it would be like, all right. I gotta go. I gotta go. But the problem is, everyone knew what was going on, and so they would start getting faster and faster, and and I get faster and faster until we got to a flat-out sprint. <laughs> but then we had a flat-out sprint, and and we'd run down. We had to run down this little driveway part and and get to our front door. We, and then the front door was a dilemma itself because you could either go through the ranch slider. Or go through a door and and turn left and come around. See, the front slider went left straight into the into the um, lounge, but the front door you had to go a little bit further. But it was like a open push and around rather than a stop slide and through. Now it was a big dilemma because if you didn't get the technique right, you lost valuable seconds. Valuable seconds, and then so you'd often have to figure out where they were. And, and you're running flat out, and you had to make a split second decision. And you run through sometimes, and then you get into the lounge, and the, 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 the corner table was over there, and there was literally a dive. You would run, dive over the coffee table, land, do a backwards flip on the couch just to grab the landline to get there. Why? Because because there's four of us, and by the time four of us all talked for an hour, determined what time we would go to bed that night. And also, a lot of the girls knew what was going on, and they said, oh, did you come second tonight? <laughs> did you come fourth tonight? And so we wanted to be manly. We wanted to... And then the thing is, like, you get, you get the landline and you get the phone and you call. The great thing about it is we did have this landline which was upgraded. It was, it was cordless from, like, from its box thing. So we could go cordless into our room and have private chat. The thing about it, though, is you'd get on to the end of the line and we'd have a, we'd talk and we'd just go, hi. How, how was your day? Good. Good, and 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 then it'd, it'd take a little while to get going, but then suddenly you know, oh cool, what was going on? And you'd you'd start getting the flow, and then and then you get talking, and you get talking, and you get talking, and then you get to the end of the phone call because you got this turkey of a flatmate banging on the door. Hurry up! <laughs> She's gonna know I came forth anyway. <laughs> um, and then you get to that part. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No, you hang up. No. Has, how many, put your hand up, brave tonight, brave people tonight. Put your hand up if you have said that line, no, you hang up. Come on, be brave. <laughs> oh, that's understandable, right? <laughs> All right. 
Um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing is we actually know, we do know what it takes to put effort into a friendship. We do know what it takes. And so the friendship that I want to talk about tonight is the friendship that we have with God. Not just friends, the friendship that we have with God. Um, we know how to grow in relationships. We do. And I'm going to share three things later on. But we do know how to grow. Why? We just, we gotta just, all we need to do is mop the floor faster. Run a little bit quicker. Make the right tactical decision whether we're going to go through the sliding door or through the front door. Be prepared to jump and roll over the couch and dive to get to the landline. We know how to do that. We know how to, there's just one reason that's stopping us. And I think sometimes it's because uh, we, we've got to ask ourselves a question and, and I want to get this right. It, it, it's, not, it's not hard to start a relationship and we, when, when we know what we're going to get from what's on the other line. Right, we had four guys who knew what we were going to get on the other line, right? And that's why we were passionate and that's why we were purposeful about mopping the floor faster, starting off with a small strategic jog, sprinting and sliding door over the couch, grab the line. Why? Because we knew what was on the other end of the line. I think sometimes we, we, what hinders us is we're, we're sometimes fearful of what's on the, other, on the other end of the line because of the way that we judge. The way that we judge relationships, friendships, uh, often can come back and haunt us a little bit because we think that God is real, judging our relationship with Him the same way. That that's, that's, just, that's just so not true. It's something that we have to get over ourselves. Uh, in John chapter 15, let's go there, 9 through 17. I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. Uh, when you obey my commands, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. I have told you these things so that you will be filled with joy. Yes, your joy will overflow. This is my commandment. Love each other in the same way I have loved you. Verse 13, there is no greater love to love than to lay down one's life for a friend. You are my friend if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friend. Since I have told you everything the Father has told me, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. This is my command, love each other. Here we've got to understand We've got to know that we are a friend of God. Yeah. That it's the relationship that He desires to, to, to run after us. We, you know, I talked about, you know, the, the mopping the floor quickly, the running quickly, the choosing of the sliding door, the over the couch, backflip, grab the landline. Now here's the thing is, is, is actually God doing that to get on the other end of the line for you. But we, we don't, we, we sometimes we're fearful of our relationship with God because we judge others and then we think God is judging us the same way. That's not true. He says here that we are a friend of God. We're no longer slaves. See, slaves are under law and religion. Friends are in relationship. Friends are in relationship. Now, this is, this is always one of those hard ones because you'll always go out of one of these messages feeling like you're far away from God. Hopefully not. 
I don't want you to go away from that. But that's what the devil tries to do. He's like, well, you, no, you're the one who's supposed to jump over the, and run and jump over the couch and go through the sliding door. No, no, that's how passionate God is to get on the other end of the line for you. So don't judge yourself through disappointment. Don't judge your relationship with God through disappointment or hurt or fear or failure. Don't project what you think, how, he, how he's responding to you and, and the relationship that God has for you. Know, know the love of God and the grace of God and the friend of God and the righteousness of God. You know, sometimes we've got to be a little bit less judgmental of ourselves. I'm not saying don't, don't, don't address stuff, but, but let's, let's, let's love um, Colossians chapter 3.13, make allowance for every other, every, each other's fault and forgive one, anyone who offends you. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Let's read that in the Passion Translation. Tolerate the weaknesses of those in the family of faith. Forgive one another in the same way you have been graciously forgiven by Jesus Christ. If you find fault with someone, release the same gift of forgiveness to them. Release the same gift of forgiveness to them. Here's the thing is, Jesus released a gift of forgiveness on you. So know you're a friend of God. Uh, and yes, this is talking about going uh, to one another as well, but I believe it's God talking about uh, just a, and, and us acknowledging the gift that God has released on our own life. There's no greater love than to lay down your life for Jesus as he laid down his life for us. So I want to share a couple more scriptures tonight, only around about 13. But in Romans chapter 5, verses 10 through 11, it says this, For since our friendship with God was restored by the death of his son, while we were still enemies, he will certainly be saved through the life of his son, so now we can rejoice in our wonderful new relationship with God because our Lord Jesus Christ has made us friends of God. Isn't that awesome? We are friends of God. Friends of God. Friends of God. Best friends. BFFs. But there's a reverent awe. There's a reverent awe of God. We're friends. See, I wonder if we, if we really knew the friendship of God, maybe we'd be a little bit tougher on ourselves. Maybe we'd be a little bit more joyful. Maybe we'd be a little bit more understanding. Maybe we'd just go, well, you know what, God's got this. Maybe we'd be a little less wound up. Anyone wound up? Don't have to put your hand up. You know, we just got to understand that God desires, Lord Jesus desires to be a friend of you. So there's three areas how we can grow in, in becoming a friend of God. Now, these are just three areas that I've chosen. There's probably other areas as well, but um, we'll go for it. See, friendship is about trust. You would have heard me share this verse a billion times. But Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do, and He will show you which path to take. See, 
my, the friends that I want to speak into my life or the, thing, the people that I ask to speak into my life, I trust them to speak into my life to tell me what path to take. You know, just like the Lord, when we pray, when we seek Him, when we read the Bible, when we spend time with Him, He speaks into our life. But I guess I wonder though, is, is like we're, we're running our journey and we're doing our life. But I mean, is there, a, is there an urgency to, 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 to do the fast sprint? To get through the ranch slider or push the front door open, to dive over the couch, to grab and get in, get in relationship and get to talking with them. See, it's only by trust, but trust comes by faith. Trust only comes by faith. Hebrews chapter 3, verse 14, for if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. So if we, we hold on by faithfulness by, to the end by trusting God. Uh, uh, what, what could you trust God in right now? What are you uncertain about? Are you unsure if God's going to come through in an area? Could you say, Lord, I'm going to trust in you. I'm going to build this relationship and I'm going to build it on trust. Um, in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 21, through Christ you have come to trust in God and you have placed your faith and hope in God because he raised Christ from the dead and gave him great glory. Again, through Christ you have come to trust in God, through your faith. It takes faith to trust God. Could you trust God? What areas right now are you like, ah? You know, like, I just need a friend right now. Well, you've got a friend who's called God. He just wants you to trust him. Could you trust him? See, friendships grow on trust. But trust comes from faith. But faith comes from talking. Uh, as I was attracted to Desiree and I would sprint and go through the ranch slider and dive over the couch just to talk, just to talk, just to talk. How do we get to know each other? By talking, just by talking, just by talking. I wonder if we could just talk to God, just talk to him. You know, I was really mad this morning, really mad, like mad, 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 mad. I had, I had this thing happening on my phone and I was excited about it, but yesterday I had a bit to do. And I got up in the morning because I needed to fix the truck because I needed to just get something done. And so I, first thing I did is I got up and I fixed the truck and did some stuff, and then I had to shoot in with I had football, and then after that I had to organize birthday parties and cakes and all sorts of things, and <laughs> then lunch, and then sit up for the birthday party, and the birthday party was awesome, and pull everything down, and then I was a little bit tired, and then there was a certain football rugby match on, and I stayed up to wait, and Got into bed at night, and then I woke up this morning, and I was like, just like this hot sweat came over me. I was like, I opened up my app on my phone. I was 219 days in a row, and I lost my streak. I lost my streak on my Bible app. But I was like, well, in the end, I've, 
I asked myself, well, what was more important? Missing out on talking to God or keeping my streak going? What's more important? I wonder, you know, sometimes we just do things just so we can get our streaks up. It only takes two seconds to open the app and close it again. But is that communicating? It's not communicating. Word of God builds faith. Faith builds trust. Come on, let's, let's run. Let's communicate. Let's talk with Jesus. And the next thing, friendship is about trust. It's about time. Uh, you know the scripture well. Matthew chapter 11, 28 verse 30. And most of the time we talk about it when, it's, when, we're, when we're tired or, or, or we're needing Jesus. But it says this, are you tired, worn out, burnt out on religion? This is message translation. Come to me, get away with me. And you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take the real rest. Walk with me, work with me, watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay everything, anything Ill, heavy or ill-fitting. It goes on. But really, if we, if we want to build relationship, it takes time. Time spent trusting, time spent talking, time spent communicating, just hanging out, hanging out, taking Time. It says, just, I love this here. It says, come to me. Get away with me. Just spending time with Jesus. I love what Pastor Matt talked about, how he, I don't know, one of the, many of the times that we were talking, but he said, you know what? If we got rid of every book and just chose to read the Bible for 45 minutes a day, I wonder what would happen. Time, spending time with the Lord. Spending time with the Lord. In Mark chapter 1, verse 35, in the Passions Translation, it says this. Jesus, um, uh, the next morning, Jesus got up long before the daylight, left the house while it was dark, and made his way to a scheduled place to give himself to prayer. A scheduled place. I've heard some people say, yeah, I, I diary in having a coffee with Jesus. Hey, man, add eggs and bacon. I don't care. Just diary in. Schedule a time. But is there a desire to spend time with Jesus? Because there is a desire that he wants to spend time with you. Psalm 91, verse 1. Those who live in the shelter of the Most High will find rest in the shadow of the Almighty. Uh, Relationships will grow with time. Uh, The problem is our relationship with God is more... Uh, of a relationship that we have with our doctor or with the drive through person at McDonald's. We only see them when we need them. I don't know, and I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't want to come down on anyone. I'm just telling you that Jesus desires to hang out with you. Jesus desires, don't just go to him when you need something. Just hang out and talk to him. You know, through the day, speak in your heavenly language, pray. Just thank the Lord. Because he loves you. Read his word. Spend time. Um, you know, in the natural, we need to eat. But so in the spirit. In John chapter 6, verse 32 to 35, it says this. Jesus said, I tell you the truth. Moses didn't give you bread from heaven. My father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. So they said, give us that bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty again. Do you get hungry through the day? Yeah. 
we'll go to Jesus. In the natural, sure, go and grab a burger, whatever you want to eat. But spiritually, spiritually, come on, if we need to eat three times a day or snack, whatever, then snack spiritually. Then eat spiritually. I like what Daniel, Daniel used to go and at, at the normal times, he would open the windows and, and preach out and pray. He would pray three times a day. I wonder, I wonder what would happen if we started spending time with Jesus um, and, and praying and believing and, and seeking him. What would happen? Why? Because I just believe that he, he, he just wants to know that he's a friend. Uh, friendship is, is about trust. It's about time. And the last one, it's about transparency. Transparency is really humility. I just wanted the tea. Just to make it easier. James chapter 5, verse 16, New International Version. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person is powerful and effective. You know, transparency or humility is just coming before God and saying, God, I need you. God, I need you in this area. I'm, I'm struggling in this area. I'm struggling in this area. Lord, I, 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 need, a hum, I need you, a humble John, and, and earlier in James as well, in, in chapter 4, it says this, verse 6 to 10. And he gives gr- grace generously, as the Scriptures say. God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. So humble yourselves before God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Come close to God, and God will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners. Purify your hearts, for your loyalty is divided between God and the world. Let there be tears for what you have done. Let there be sorrow and deep grief. Let there be sadness instead of laughter and gloom instead of joy. Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor. Sounds a little harsh, but just don't forget that he's going to lift you up in honor. We just got to humble ourselves, transparency. Say, Lord, I need you. I'm messing up in this area. Guess what? He knows, but he doesn't care. He's just like, hey, come. Come talk to me about it. Do you, you know? There's a difference between repentance and regretful. There's a big difference. Because when we mess up and we're, like, we're regretful about it, nothing's really changed. But when, when we go to the garden and we repent, it means we're turning from how we used to operate and how we used to think and how we used to, and we're going back to God's view. And so make sure that we're not just going, Lord, I humble myself, but it's because I'm regretful. No, it's got to be more than regretful. It's like, Lord, I I, I truly repent and I come after you. Why? Because the Lord moves in humility. If the music team can jump up, that'd be awesome. You know what? Sometimes all we need to do is say, Lord, I need you. Lord, I, I ask for forgiveness. Lord, I'm sorry. In 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6 through 7, it says this, Humble yourselves under the mighty power of God. In the right time, He will lift you up in honor. Give all your worries and cares to God, for He cares about you. He cares about you. I really believe for us as a church to grow into everything that God has for us. It's about first knowing that we're a friend of God. Knowing the grace and the love of Jesus Christ in our own lives. But not only that, is that, that there would be an expression. There'd be an encounter that overflows out of our life. 
so that we're friends with our, our friendships and our relationships in the world would, would be um, infected, excuse the word, by, the, by what we carry. By what we carry. But is there a desire to trust Him? Is there a desire to spend time with Him? Is there a desire to just be transparent before Him? Lord, I need You. Lord, I need You. Every time in my life where I've struggled is because of a lack of humility. I've just chosen to be stubborn. I know none of you do that. None of us. There's times, right? But I want to tell you, when we trust, and that comes by faith, faith comes by hearing the Word of God. When we spend time, we'll spend time with Him. Some of you walk to, to school or to uni, or maybe you park the car and walk into work. Or Why don't you just spend that time praying? If you've come in in the car, why don't you spend that time talking to Jesus? Maybe on the way home. It's often one of my prayers on the way home. Lord, help me to be husband. Help me to be father. Help me to be dad. I need you. Show me something I haven't learned. Something I need Jesus in. Lord, show me how to be a friend. We're never going to be perfect, but you are perfect according to the righteousness and the blood of Jesus Christ. But I understand we have feelings and I understand we live in a spiritual world where the devil will try and tell you you're not good enough. He'll try and tell you that sin is keeping you down and there's areas in your life that you're not addressing and all that sort of stuff. But didn't we sing a song tonight about... Just the Lord standing there with open arms? Or do we believe that what we sing? Do we believe that we find shadow and the uh, shelter in the shadow of the Most High? The, the devil would love to try and tell you that you're not good enough, that Jesus doesn't love you. He loves you. If we can be the greatest friend with God that we can be, man, what would happen in our worlds? the people that we could reach, the people that we could love. Our worlds would get larger. He'd increase. And we'd decrease. When we stand, we're going to finish. We're just going to pray. We hope you enjoyed this message recorded at Equippers Church, Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipperschurch.com.